You are listening to The Three Intuitive Healers with Heather Nicholson, Angela Johnson, and Stephanie Gonzalez. Produced by The Three Intuitive Healers Show. Visit the3intuitivehealers.com for articles and podcast shows discussing our personal insights and sharing our experiences with you. It is our belief that every human is an intuitive and every human has the capacity to heal. We'll take you along with us on a journey of self-growth and healing so you too can open your mind, heart, and life to the healing magic within. Hello, listeners, and thank you for joining us on the Three Intuitive Healers podcast show. I'm your host, Heather Nicholson. Angela Johnson. I'm Stephanie Gonzalez. So ladies, I have a conversation for you that I'd like to kind of pick your brains about and see if you can relate to, or maybe, you know, advice for the, perhaps the next time. It was interesting in that uh, yesterday, uh, en route to an appointment, I was very well aware that I've been carrying an emotion of anger for sure, um, judgment, snarkiness. And I realized I don't have a reason to be this way. There was nothing going on. No one had upset me, nothing I've done. Everything was calm. And so it made my brain and and myself really, not my brain, myself kind of search into it. Like, why am I feeling this way? Is, is there something around me? Am I, am I, um, you know, absorbing you know, as empath, uh, the collective, what's going on. But I found myself reaching for reasons to be mad going, well, you know, inflation, everything's gone up. Oh, you know, it's hot and it's miserable and we don't have enough water looking for reasons to feed that feeling I had. So again, in route, I, I called in, you know, my, my guides and I did Reiki on myself and I was demanding that if anything was, um, uh, hitching a ride for me and, and, and using, me for this uh, experience of anger, it needed to leave. And I wanted to clear out whatever wasn't mine to be gone. And I had this little interesting feeling. Um, I don't know if it was in the mind or in, in, or in the heart, but it felt like, leave it alone. This feels fine. This is good. Mm-hmm. I like the feeling of being angry. I like mm-hmm. the feeling of this, this, this negative, because it is negative, right? Um, and then that concerned me like, oh my gosh. And I kind of went to a past thought of, well, okay, there is familiarity with that probably, you know, many moons ago when I wasn't conscious of my, my moods and I wasn't conscious of energies, I would just get in that mode and just stay there. So then, um, I went on with my appointment and I kind of, uh, I know I talked about a lot of different things and a couple hours later, I realized, oh, it's gone. I feel good. You know, I had a nice time watering my plants last night and I was back to, I use the the kind of the word hovering, you know, which means I didn't feel so like dragged into the earth. I was just light again. There's a good word light. So I was wondering, you know, with you both, have you experienced that before? And what would you have to say like that comfort feeling? Do you think that was my, you know, it was just maybe a past uh, emotion, trauma experience, wanting to, to maybe make something relevant that wasn't? Uh, do you think something bombarded me. I'm just interested in thinking what you guys think. You know, I think, I don't know what it was in that instance, because I think all those answers are correct at certain times. Mm -hmm. I know that for me, what I've been going through lately is I've been consciously working on maintaining an elevated vibration, which is great when I think of it. And then when I don't, I feel like I naturally start to settle down to 
a high vibration, but a lower vibration than what I'm trying to achieve and maintain. Because that's kind of my natural, it's kind of like when you're working on your posture and you keep finding your, you know, you're like, okay, sit up straight again. And then you just start slumping like melting cheese. Um, and what happens is, <laughs> um, for me, I will start to grab certain memories or pay attention to certain things in the world that will affect my vibration, that will get it to match the melted cheese version of me. And I'm like, no. And I have to be mindful of it. It's like, wait, am I actually processing something? Like you said, is there something that I need? Is it mine? But lately it has not been mine. It's just been, I'm working on my spiritual posture. And so I found, oh, okay. Yeah, that does make me irritated, but not to the point where I would want to ruminate it. You know, it's, it just makes it very easy to be like, not my, not my circus, you know, just put it aside. I don't need to cut it. I don't need to cleanse it. I don't need, and there are times when you do, but lately it's just been, no, no, I'm just trying to lower my vibration. And that was serving a purpose and I let it go. And then I start to think about things that raise my vibration. So that, um, and to your other point, yeah, sometimes it's really familiar like that, that, that hormone release that you get from anger, really anger, that's addicting. Your body's humming. It's focused. It's on fire. Like that can be addicting like any other drug. It's releasing a certain amount of hormones for me, at least. So I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> sure did. I just I want to say before Heather goes on, but yeah. I love that spiritual posture. Genius. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I know for me, it's, it's a, like a combination. It just, it all depends. I know it's whatever, like energies can come in and it's, they'll, they'll stick to whatever, whatever you got in your soul history and whatnot. So you need to dive, dive deep where it could be sticking to on you. But um, for me, I've realized when you were first talking about it, it, what, what's to say it's not a past life that enjoyed being mean, enjoyed the bickering and the angriness. You could have been this lifetime or a past lifetime and it just felt familiar and it liked that place, but also you got energies that come in and that pick that up and want to exploit it. So I know for me, I check and I check it out to see what it could possibly be. Is this like a past lifetime? Is this soul history? Is this just something like, I just don't want to be high vibrational right now. Or is this something that's coming in, picking on, picking on my stuff? So, and a lot of the times right now for me, I know I call it like the buzz buzz energy because that's what it feels like to me it feels like angry buzzy bees and i know that that it's not me it's not my soul history it's actually energies that are coming in to pick on your stuff so and then i just tell them thank you no thank you please leave now and if they don't leave that's when i bring in my team saying hey i need your help so but yeah always bringing uh, i always like to ask myself you know what is it that it could be, and then see what I get. And then I take a book out of Amu John's book. I take a page out of Amu John's book of how much is this is mine. And mm -hmm. it's taken me so long to get to this point of 
finally getting a number. And usually it's very low. It's like less than 20%. And then whatever it is, I say, I give it, whatever's not mine, I give back to source. I give back to God, whatever is not mine. So I'm actually giving somebody, and I actually feel it rush out of me. And then I say, okay, whatever it is, then I go check it out, see what it is, see if I can get something. If not, I'll come back. The answer will come to me. It might not be that minute, that day, but I'll get the answer and then I can work on it. And then the energies aren't there to pick on it, but sometimes they just, they're looking for stuff to pick on. So, and I've actually heard them. I've been in the in-between phase where I've, I've heard them say stuff and it's been that mean. And I know that's not me. And I'm like, that's so not me. That's not even soul history. You're just looking to put stuff out there. Mm-hmm. So gets to walk in or, you know, we're going to tango. So I you hope know, that answers your question, Stephanie. It, it really did. And it frightened me a little bit when I was thinking about it. Um, either last night or this morning, I, I can't recall. It frightened me in that I thought, well, you know, the feeling of if someone cut you off, your anger, right? And then if, you know, something else happened, we know how it is to build our own anger. We know a trigger and then we build it. We know it's ours mm-hmm. and we know how we see it grow. But when you just ask, when you really just kind of say, why am I angry and why am I liking it? That is very scary to think if you didn't ask those questions, it's almost like I felt like I could have been a puppet, right? I could have, I could have just been disconnected to not realizing it's not mine and started behaving in a way that was not going to get the kind of results I like, which is right to be, to be kind and thoughtful and loving and spread good. Well, to be aware, because sometimes anger is justified. And you're, you are present and you are coming from like in the Buddhist tradition, Sipigamo, like she is the wrathful goddess, right? Queen of the universe. Um, There are sometimes there's unnecessary anger. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to necessarily demonize anger, so to speak. Um, But I just blew all the thoughts out of my head because I moved (laughs) my body while I was talking. (laughs) But when it comes out of nowhere, so how do you, oh, right? Because I'm just saying it's justified, you. right? Mm-hmm. Being asleep. So I think mm-hmm. what exactly. is really, you were sort of, if I was to guess, maybe what really shocked you was, I ah, the level of unawareness, the level of just kind of, and that's a lot of people's lives, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's yeah. so cliche to say woke now, but, right. but it is unfortunately very appropriate. It's like when you suddenly, um, and I'll still do this, I will get, I uh, be watching a TV show or something and it'll get me, you know, like a, a fiction TV show. So I'm like sunk into the movie or something. And I'm like so angry and I'll get up to get a drink, uh, you know, to do my tea. And I'll literally be in this, like I'll pop up and <laughs> I do this all the time. Chad's like, what was that? <laughs> Cause it was like this burst of energy. And it's like, I had to move before I even was conscious of the fact that I was living their storyline. I had to like move and get this energy out. And it's, it used to worry me. And then I kind of like, this is sort of a neat little reminder of where a lot of times as you go through the day, these emotions that you feel, it's not that they're not justified. It's that if you were, if you were truly aware from even before the incident happened, you might not even have that reaction or the reaction that you do have might be that of a mother watching a tantruming child. You feel for them, but you don't get 
on the ground with them and feel their pain and get into the tantrum with them. So I think what you might want to focus on, what might help is where we can expand our awareness and deepen our awareness so it lasts longer so that these little emotions, because they're always negative, right? You don't surprise yourself by laughing out loud suddenly. (laughs) Actually, I do. I've laughed out loud at the name. I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'll laugh at them sometimes. I'll be like, (laughs) that's hilarious. No. (laughs) No, I love that. But, um, you know, that sort of, for me, when all of a sudden I'm like an emotion's over me, like what's Stephanie was having it. It's, it's for me, it's always negative when I'm like, when I'm caught unawares, literally I'm caught being unaware. So just a, that thought came to my mind that you might want to, it's not about not being angry. It's about being aware so that you can really come at this as the spiritual adult that you are. Yeah. And then what happened, you know, I'd say take it a little bit step further and and thank it. Thank you for mm. making me aware yeah. that this is there. Yes, yeah, I like that gratitude point. because it is a such gift. A and point. you know how you guys, I always throw things at you. And, and when we're discussing, I, I usually get an epiphany. And I just had one, which again, might not be the answer, but it's something that Angela is saying that just triggered. So what if, and, it does, and I may never know the answer, but this is helpful because I, I finished a book. I, I, um, I finished a book a couple of days ago. And in this book, there is, um, it's about a psychic medium and, and talks about her life and how she came to be, but she had a, a traumatizing a childhood. Her parents are very mean to her, what have you. And then she, um, got, a, she married an abusive husband. And I, when I would read these chapters, I was just so mad. See what Angela just said when she was talking about absorbing into the, into the TV show or the movie, I was so mad at her absorbing into, you know, the Mm -hmm. book, Um, like, how could you be so weak? How could you allow this to happen? You know, and then I would continue on and and I finished the book. And, but I was thinking, what if that anger that I had of her triggered something in me where there's times where I didn't speak my voice or I let some, you know, uh, abuse, if you will, I do quotation marks because I mean that very leniently, like, you know, maybe um, being made fun of or excluded, whatever the case I'm carrying. What if it triggered some of that um, in me and created a little anger spot that I'm carrying around unbeknownst to me, unbeknownst, you know, unbeknownst to me, Um, that that could be, I don't know. I mean, that's an interesting thing because it just hit me when you said that, but then it would be a gift like Heather says to say, thank you, because I hadn't felt, I hate to use the out of control because it wasn't out of control but it kind of was not being in control. I haven't felt how about something like that. I haven't felt um, that kind of foreign emotion in quite a while. And it, it yeah. was it, at the time it did not, not, that emotion did not relate to anything that was going on with me, you know, in my, yeah. in my 3d reality. So could that be you feeling? So when that happens to me, sometimes mm-hmm. it will give me something to go off. Okay. Then what is this feeling? Is this a past life? Oh, this is what a past life feels like. Mm-hmm. And then that's my marker for a past life. And Oh no, this isn't a past life. This has nothing to do with me. This is something else. And then I try to recognize what that is. So it's building your language on a different level. 
That is true, Heather, because most of the time, if I'm going to question, I'm going to question it in this reality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can only go so far, right? Because especially mm-hmm. if your memories don't serve it, you're like, no, nah, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But by going back into, you know, uh, another lifetime, you could easily see a connect, not easily, you may be uh, yeah, a revealed um, connection may come. And then like you say, you have a new um, marker. It's oh, your next yeah. level of right. awareness yeah. that okay. you're waking up to. Now I'm going to explore that and see if there is something familiar with it, because I really was upset. <laughs> I mean, you know, we all read or see things and we think our injustices, what have you, but I was so mad at her. I was just like, yeah, can you weep? lady what the hell you know know, yeah when you when you get triggered like that but it's not just empathetically like that sucks and you you know you get angry for a friend like that sucks I'm sorry but when you're triggered Mm -hmm. when you feel like this like you're endangered because of their stupidity even though it's a book and they're never you're never gonna be Mm -hmm. that is very much that you're touching on something that's Mm. Yeah, probably not from this lifetime or something you internalized Mm -hmm. somewhere along the way that it's time to now work through that. Exactly. Um, Yeah, because I have stuff, like I've told you guys, fears from childhood that Mm -hmm. as a child, I had them and they they were not, I was never exposed to this. So it was Mm -hmm. clearly a former life. Um, And a lot of healers have, you know, I'm not going to die again, feeling like you're not going to get me this time because we've all been burned at the stake and dunked in the pool and, you know, whatever mm-hmm. happened to us in a former life. You, we all have a lot of fears that wouldn't come from this life that aren't logical for this lifetime. So I think, I think doing a healthy inventory of your current life, but then being open to, it may come from a former life if you're really being triggered triggered about it you know having both sides at your disposal and it could be both it could be a past life and this lifetime because when I review sometimes I'm like this feels like this lifetime and past yeah lifetime and past like there's an overlap there's just the Mm -hmm. theme is the same you're you're still learning the lesson you're you're creating the circumstances to learn it again yeah it's it's your karmic history Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming into play. Oh, it's interesting. I, it gives me a, uh, some food for thought. I'd like to explore that, and because um, again, no ex- accidents. Why I picked this book to read? Why well, you know <laughs> yeah. I read it for one reason. I guess I'm going to find out it was meant to maybe uh, uh, give me some growth for another reason. Exactly. Figure, right? Your next level of awareness. Yeah, it comes in just some unusual ways. So yeah, that was very interesting, and I get the conversation going here that that you all would able to I, I hadn't even thought about exploring past lives with that at all um something else that I wanted to touch on is that like you were saying you heard that voice like no keep going we enjoy this feeling yeah, yeah. um I'm doing but this is probably an overshare uh hormone replacement therapy right now and I switched brands or whatever uh dosages so um it started to trigger in my body physically trigger the old like PMS, you know, cause the hormones are. And so I was having PMS and there was a couple of days where I was playing tapes from 10 years ago in my mind that would usually play when my body was in this state mm-hmm. that now I'm just like, no, I'm fine. I mean, I was 
telling Chad, you know, I, I like I just had to say, I just feel really sad because I feel like, like this old stuff of like being left out and da 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 da. And like, it's just not my reality. And, but it was real because my body was chemically in this state that it made it conducive. And so I was like, oh, okay, got it. But then that little like, oh, but it feels so familiar. Oh, that old pain. You know, it's like how people get one tattoo and they like it, the pain. So they keep getting that tattoo more and more because of that feeling, right? Um, it was kind of like that. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember when I could feel sad about this and cry about it and just, oh. And it was like, okay, and <laughs> let's back it out, back it out. But it's real, you know, you get addicted to those feelings because they do release hormones and get you into a state and they're familiar. There's a reason why we kept them around for so long. And it may be a bit of misguided nostalgia, but I'll tell you, Stephanie, I, I, I had to fight it too. I had to put down the emotion and walk away and let it work its way out of my system. Because for me, especially with these old emotions, these old patterns, there's no, oh, I get it now. And then it's done. It's like, I get it now. And now let it work its way out of my system. Let's think about happy things. Let's focus on the right now. Let's feel the bottom of our feet so we can be present. You know, it's a whole process to sober up from these emotions. So Heather would probably say, it doesn't matter, but you know, Heather, I'm going to ask, does it, do you think those old, that, that, that comfortable feeling, is it come from the mind? Does it come from the muscles? Does it come from just the body yes, on all of it? Okay. So it's yeah, just, why not? Like it yeah. can come from everything to being wanting to feel comfortable. It could be you not, you being scared of moving forward and wanting to mm. stay comfortable in your past mm. and being that's scared. Familiar. To right. You, yeah. you want to keep yourself in the past because you're scared of the, uh, the unknown and you don't want to move forward on your path. You know what? Let's, let's go deeper that's, ladies. Yeah. Okay. Heather like just that. now, Heather just blew my mind with that. Okay. Let's, let's, let's dive in. All right. So Heather just said not wanting to move forward. So what if, let me throw this at you. Okay, these are just, again, little clues that came up. I get this feeling, I get that, which I never heard myself say before, I don't think. I really don't, I don't think I've ever really had the intellectual thought. That feels kind of good, leave it alone, mm. you know, with that anger. So evil. that was kind of shocking. Yeah, that was shocking to myself. But what if, like Heather's saying, what if that was a fear-based, you know, holding on to that? Because if I do that, I stay put, I don't accelerate myself. I mm -hmm. don't level up. I don't mm -hmm. expand and get through it to where I want mm -hmm. to go. This that could keeps be me small, right? That keeps me, if I go mm -hmm. back to that, it keeps me small where there's comfort, right. In, in not having to expand. Exactly. And this could be you on a certain level that doesn't want to expand. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's, there's levels of consciousness of yourself. Cause you know, we're a multidimensional body We're we're, we're a multidimensional being. And there may be some aspect of yourself that just doesn't want to go forward, is scared to go forward, or it could be ego that's so scared that mm -hmm. it's, it's being snuffed out. So it's going to tell you stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because its job is to protect you. And it only knows right, you right, as right. this. And yeah. you're saying, no, 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 I'm so much more. You can't handle more now. <laughs> you can't handle the more. You can't handle more because ego scared of dying. 
And I wonder, do you think of dying, is ego, I guess it depends on each person too, is ego afraid of being seen, you know, of being revealed? Because it just, to me, it just seems like always such oh. a, even though of course you see it because you're, we, you know, we, we put that personality, which has ego behind it as we interact with each other, but it's still hidden, you know, in that, that talk in our heads. I think if ego really saw itself, it would see itself as nothing. And then to realize itself as nothing would just, that's it. That's, that's a rabbit hole in itself right there. Yeah. That is a rabbit (laughs) hole to itself, but what an interesting, you know, here I was going to be looking at past lives and now I find myself looking at, (laughs) but it's all, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's like the next time this happens, it may be for a completely different reason. Exactly. That's, that's why it's really good to go through these experiences, to have these different tools, um, to be, to, to really be flexible Mm -hmm. with what you, your, how you diagnosis Mm -hmm. or analyze your situation, because it's not always going to be the same. And if you keep Mm -hmm. coming at it from the same perspective, that's why I kind of think, um, you know, no, no slam against people who can stay with one belief system and it works for them. But I, I feel like it kind of limits your ability to analyze a situation. Whereas if you, you sort of put a foot in each pond, I don't know where I'm going with that metaphor, but you know what I mean? You keep a broader perspective on things. It helps you analyze what's truly in front of you instead of trying to make what's in front of you fit a dogma or um, a dogma that you've studied. I agree a hundred percent for me. And that's why I continue to listen to different people and to try to read different things that push me beyond where my limits usually are. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I ask for things and then when I get them, I I can't handle it half the time. Right. Which see, there's your story. That's where there's my story. But yeah, right. I can't handle them. Well, just handle them. But, but I'm saying, but, but, but not in, I don't know that I want to express this. Okay. <laughs> See, there's fear. There is fear. There is yeah. fear. There is fear. Um, and we're adorable. What do you have to fear about us? You well, can express anything. Well, she's yeah, a fear I, that the that the universe is going to pile something on her no, that she can't no, handle, no. right? It's oh. fear of, of, uh. of saying something that is, you know, that that people get hurt by or oh. that don't appreciate, mm. you know, but then that's um, taking on their baggage. Yes, that is. So, uh, all right. You want to be able- okay. okay. That's nothing Heather doesn't already know. Okay. It's nothing Heather doesn't already know, but all right, we're here to be honest people. And this is how you're going to help me. learn. I'm, so. I'm not the know-it-all in this room. No, no, but this you'll see, you'll see. I'm going to burn okay, this so, podium down. <laughs> you know, there, there was a time I remember um, easily thinking when I would listen to these podcasts and these people or see shows, I, God, wouldn't that be fun to have friends like that who see things and hear things and experience things and they're having crazy magical life. I just wanted to be like, I want friends like that. We were so blessed enough to start this podcast and, you know, work with each other and expand and see. And, and I'm being honest here. It, it was hard for me as it took off and we all three are so different and, you know, we have the same core, but how we're flourishing is very different. Mm -hmm. And it was challenging in the beginning to, 
because I didn't see things, you know, the way, the way you both were going at it. And I saw my barriers and then I would just get kind of freaked out. And, and, and Heather knows it with her because she knows me a little bit more um, prior. So she, I think my barriers have always been pretty obvious here, but, you know, I would, I would have, um, I would then question, oh my gosh, you know, is this too much? Oh my word, should I, you know, if I believe this, where am I going? If I believe this, what could happen, you know, to my my own mind? And so I had to sit back and think, this is what you asked for though. This is what you asked for. You wanted <laughs> friends with magical, you know, experiences and friends who just didn't say, you know, I went to the market today. No, I, you know, I traveled here. I saw this, I, you know, and it was, it was really hard at first to, yeah. to accept it because with me, I force so much validation on myself, right? I just have to constantly validate that it's true. And that's just my own personality. And you can't do that with other people. You've got to, you've got to take what they say. And it's not even, it's not a point of believing yes or no. It's a point of wanting to accept the world can be that big, right? Or that, that this is a place where you could go, or this is a place that you are. That it's that big, right? Right? Yeah. And so, and so I think, that um, and if I get back to where I started, we were talking about how expansion therein lies a lot of my own barriers is, is I appreciate so much how freely you both talk about it. And especially Heather, cause she's had these, you know, momentous, you know, Off the charts, um, yeah. fantastical experiences. And I understand just like it was hard for me to even say this much that I'm my own blockade. Right. Because I'm still worried about who's going to judge me out there, what is going to be accepted, you know, and where I'm always playing up to the line, just so I still have one foot in where, where people say, okay, yeah, she's sane. She's a sane person. We haven't lost her yet. (laughs) And I guess there's that fear of crossing over where then it's like, maybe I'll feel good when I get there. You know, it's the judgment. Yes, 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 yes. But let me ask you something. Can you have magical experiences and not have to share them with everybody? Because I feel like you've written this rule that you're not allowed to have, you know, quote unquote, magical experiences (laughs) unless you broadcast them. And you know what? You really don't need to. You don't even need to tell us. You could just say, Spirit, I would like to experience, you know, how Heather and Angela and my other friends experience. I would love to experience you that way. I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but I I think you've written this rule that you're not allowed to go that far because you're not going to tell other people. You know what I mean? It's like, if you talked to Madonna, Mary, Mary, (laughs) the mother, Madonna, yeah. Uh, If you talk to the mother of Jesus or whatever, um, every day in the garden Mm -hmm. and you saw her, you know, and you didn't tell anyone. So what? Mm-hmm. So what? That's for you alone. You know, Heather and I feel called to share our experiences, not all of them, but yeah, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. You don't have to have this unwritten rule that because I don't do this, I don't get that. Well, I, I, I don't think personally, there's any rule that I have to share. It's the fact that if I do share, 
I, again, am looking for validation to show that either you can relay, you've seen it. It's constant proof that I'm trying to seek that makes it real then. That's where my- Have you had experiences to share? That- like, like, so you're afraid that if you share them, you'll be seen as crazy. What are you, what are you afraid to share? You don't have to say it, but are yeah. there things that you've experienced that you're afraid to share? Not too many because there's always been a person present or such. Um, and my stories always kind of always come back to a circle of learning something from it. So to me, that's always like, see, and then when you, when you sum it all up, look, you're back to a again. So it's, it happens. There was, I, and I told Heather about that years ago. Um, I once saw a man, I, I don't know if I told you Angela, but I once saw a, a man at a class I was at and he um, started to disappear in front of my eyes. And that's probably the most magical magical thing I've seen. Granted, there was two other people there, him and this other lady. And I did contact, I mean, I talked to him about it and he was, he was studying to be a shaman, Um, but he just, it was such a funny, I'll have to tell that story sometime, you know, Um, but that would probably be the only time that people might, everything else I, I, I think I've experienced for the most part, for the most part, people could say, yeah, because there's a, there's validation. So that's why, um, that's why I think I, I, I don't. But have you experienced things that you weren't able to get validated? Yeah. Okay. But my validation, see, here's the thing. Did, did my emotions come out? Did I get scared? I'm considering that validation. See, I have my little tools. Um, go ahead. Are you sure you're not hogtying yourself if you can't oh, I'm vali- sure, I'm sure I validate am. it? I'm sure like, I am. Yeah, that was yeah. the whole, her whole thesis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If yes. I can't validate it, then right. I can't have that magical experience. Exactly. So yeah. the truth of who yeah. you are, the universe is honoring that contract until you're like, nope, I'm willing to experience the magical. However, the universe wants me see this is where you might get scarred i'm i'm open to the universe giving me a magical experience however that looks because you want it in a certain box stephanie but if you open yourself up and say okay universe i trust you send me what you got does that scare the pants off of you well i think here's the past life connection i think there is some kind of suffering punishment um, some price to pay in the past. I just really do. I just, it has really not too, I mean, there's a little, I tell myself it has to do with this lifetime, although I'm not around anyone throwing stones at me and people. You Dunking know, you they, in a pool to see if exactly. you float. And no one's going to call me names for the most part. So I think I carry that. I've always believed I, I just carry that. And I'm just, I've got to get through it on this lifetime. I, I, I don't, I don't know. The spiritual yet. path is a, a painful path, a pain of mm-hmm. suffering, the martyr's path. We were just talking to Amajam about this actually. So, you know, check into that and see where that, where that sticks. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. So yeah. A lot of people I, feel that I've way. Had to go you can't be that yourself, right? Yeah. You can't yeah. be your true authentic self if you're continually haunted um, yeah. by being your true authentic yeah. self, right? Yeah. 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 And I think for me, um, you know, what I ask for now is I want the truth. So even beyond like 
magical experience. If it results in a magical experience, great. But I'm learning to, I want truth. I want truth and wisdom. And so what that does, sometimes I'll connect to, you know, like Kuan Yin or whatnot, and it doesn't feel right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm not really connecting. Like, bring it back, stay in the spark, stay in the center. And then when it feels right, connect again, because it's all about truth. It's all about wisdom. And so that sort of necessarily maybe cuts out um, some magical experiences because I am being so like overly filtered right now, but it's in service to something else. So um, maybe if your goal, if you haven't had luck so far with the kind of magical things that you want, maybe make it a different goal and the magic will kind of happen as a result of of this different goal. I hope I'm making sense. I'm not you are. And it's sure. not a question of, I think I've had just, I love the magic I have had. And yeah. um, I think I work with it very well. However, um, as you were talking, um, I see very clearly the issue, what it is for what it is. It For you, like you're, you're pursuing the truth. I use the word validation because I need other people to see what I see so that I don't stand out. See, I do not oh. want to stand out. I want to be mixed in with the crowd, have my experiences, um, but have no one seek me, you know, out. And so, um, yeah, there's some clarity there to process. Because that's kind of a mixed signal. That's like a yeah. the push yeah. me, pull you. Well, that's why I'm Dr. trapped Doolittle, not right? being my authentic self, right? Um, because well, and also you're giving up two different things. I want the authentic magical experience. Right. Also, I want to blend in and not be found out yes. by anybody. Yes. So just please make yeah. me like everybody because else. Because it's out of fear, right? I don't, it's two I different don't, things. I, well, yes, because... What are you it's, doing? It's out of safety. It's out of safety, <laughs> right? You don't want the repeat if something, of course, did uh, happen in the past. You, you, you know, there's that part that's not healed that thinks it could happen again. Oh yeah, right. And so I'm going to have to somehow face that little by little. And I have. I, I mean, think little, you little are baby. facing it. Yeah. Well, just even doing this, but I've been, I've been, you know, uh, really in this little tiny pond for a long time. Yeah. And it's time to just, you know, really get out of the ankle water and just dive. In. <laughs> Everybody's peed in it anyway. So yeah, get yeah. out of there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> exactly. Right. But no, I think this is, um, I think just even me saying my truth today was huge. I think this is yeah. a, a, mm -hmm. a big release on just even admitting it and saying it. Um, That's exactly yeah. what it needs to you own it and validate it. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yep. And then it sounds so dumb and trivial, doesn't it? It's like, no, that's, all, that's your problems. Come but on, can it be know? that simple? Because we want to, in our yeah. head, we're we're so mental and emotional about it that we got to blow it up and make it, you know, 10 times the size That is, is. true. That is true. But I it mean, can actually, be so simple. You know, people will see like, and then I saw a bottle cap and you're like, so what? <laughs> but to them, because of, you know, where they've been at, like it was incredibly <laughs> yeah. moving and right, it was a right. sign from God. Right. right. I would have just put it in the trash. Exactly. You right. know, it's like every, like, so what if it's not magic, a burning magic. bush, right. right? Right. I mean, even the burning bush, other people might've put it out. You know, it's <laughs> just like, if what it's what it means to you. <laughs> That's where the power of it lies. Right. Not in how like Harry Potter-ish it is. 
Right. right. Or, or, or that other people are going to care what's going on with yeah. your experience as yours. It's not to theirs. Make it exactly. as big or small. And don't worry about what other people are doing. It, that's their yeah. world. Exactly. Um, and you're not, I think, you know what? Ooh, gosh, this is right now. I'm just like leading um, epiphanies. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, everyone. You know what? Oh, my goodness. We, um, when I said, and don't worry about other people's experiences or not yours. But oh my gosh, you know what comes to mind mm. is um, being shamed from being around other people, mm. right? Like like-minded, oh. um, you get judged because mm-hmm. I know how other people would judge what you're saying, and I'm going to go down with you. So again, it's that survival of that fear. Uh, wow, yeah, I know that's something because that one that's um, bringing something that up some in tears. you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I see the shackles that, you know, and again, we talk about the ego trying to keep us safe and, and doing what it feels is for our best because it doesn't want us to go out there and, and, and ego's get hurt, trying to keep um, ego safe. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like you could say, yeah. you know, ego itself. Well, that's it. It's its existence. But in the meantime, um, it's like, right. It's being, it's being shackled, you know, um, to stay just there, not, not grow, not expand, not, not soar, not fly, not anything because, um, of the unknown of the, of the what ifs. So, well, wow, girls, look at this. Holy moly. See, bring up a book and look what happens. Great. No, I love that. I love that. It's for those of you at home, Stephanie's wiping away her eyes because it went, it went went deep. deep. And now see other people are going to, it went deep. That was yeah. authentic. That was a yeah. genuine reaction. Yeah. Other people might listen to this and be like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, right. But right. that doesn't take away from the fact that that really went down and right. really touched on something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then, gosh, it's so, and it I just, what well, makes me sad because it makes me think um, <clears throat> that's tough because in that, <clears throat> my worry of being shamed. I feel like it's kind of kept me from letting other people be who they need to be. And because I'm so, you know, um, concerned, you know, uh, for me that I try to keep them small too, because it affects me. Right. So, and you did. Yeah. Yeah. You did. And guess what? As you heal, just as you kept other people small and we've all done it. We've all, yeah, we've all done it. And keeping them small, not in their own lives. I mean, small, like in, in my mind, in my engagement, right. Yeah. In, in what I can control. Them. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that I don't get in, you know, stand in my down mind, in my more yeah. trouble. Exactly. So I don't stand yeah. down, go down, you know, yeah. with this, this, which these, you know, this audience that I think is out there, you know, watching me like, you know, big brother. It's crazy. It's wild. But as you heal, you mm-hmm. also heal them. You know, that's yeah. the beauty of our interconnectedness. That's true. That you heal true. them and you have that wisdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why um, I never really, as much as I would love to be Zen 24 seven, I, I don't demonize when I get angry or whatnot, because I'm able to relate to people. I'm able to help people. I'm able to say, oh, I felt that. And I did that. Let me show you how I got out of that. It might help you, you know, so you just, you use everything, use everything you've been through, everything, Mm -hmm. every bad habit that you used to have that came from trying to stay safe. It's understandable. We've all done it, Mm -hmm. but don't let your story end there. Right. Finish the story. 
I mean, I just want everyone to understand we came here with an emotion of anger connected to a book, <laughs> then brought it back to a past life, but said, no, just wait right there. We've got fear of being seen to now fear of being shamed by your relation to others to being seen. And wow, that's a multi-attached uh, connection there on yeah. many, many ways that again, unless you unravel that, it's just, it's so exciting because you're like, oh my God, you know, this is not for naught. There's so much, there's a jewel inside of there because mm -hmm. I felt right when you, like you solved it, you solved it. Now go heal it. And yeah. well, what if it doesn't need to be healed? It oh, just okay. needs to be recognized. Oh, I like that. Then less work to do. Thank you. Anna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if we're just recognizing is the just healing recognize of it. it? Leave it alone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'd like that. I'd like that. I'd like not to have to. Yeah. Because you're um, looking at much. yourself in a disempowered state, like, oh, I need to be healed now because right, I recognize right. this, which is not. Not the case. Okay. Recognize yeah, it, thank it, understand it, send it love. Send it and then it. change your, modify your behavior the next time you are in that situation or right. whatever. Right. That's when you know if you've been healed or not. Now, some situations, yeah, people have to ponder it and do the traditional, mm -hmm. but I think Heather's right. It's like, oh, got that. And I'm choosing to interpret and behave differently now. Yeah. So, and if it comes up again, ask what this part of you needs. Because I, John talks about that, and it has been the most pivotal thing that I could do right now, especially doing inner child work. I go and ask this part of myself, what do you need? Because it keeps on coming up. So I'm like, okay, what do you need? Sometimes it just needs to be validated. It needs to be heard, or it needs to be reassured. Good advice. <sighs> Nothing more to say. That's a mic drop for Heather. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, listeners, that's all the time that we have today. We like to thank you for tuning in to the three intuitive healers podcast show. We hope you're able to find the healing magic within. Thank you for listening to us on the three intuitive healers podcast show. Remember when we open ourselves to healing, we positively affect our environment. This podcast represents the opinion of the three intuitive healers and their guests to the show. The content should not be taken as medical or psychological advice and is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Each person is unique, so please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we share is accurate, no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made in this podcast. 